0: Hello, welcome to Masters of Banter, episode 19. This is John Michael. I am here with my co-host, Mike Lake. What's good? And we hope everyone has had a good week, and I hope you enjoy the show. We're about to discuss Westworld.
1: Westworld and artificial intelligence.
0: Yep. And all the things uh, else that went on in the show. So, uh, to kick it off, Mike, how did you feel about the season finale?
1: Well, sir, I thoroughly enjoyed myself every moment. From the reveals to the finality of it all, while leaving some things up for the next season, I'm really excited uh, about what's to come, and this this really closed off a lot of those what-the-hell type questions. Yeah. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. How about you?
0: Do it from samurais to first-playing shooter guns that popped out of nowhere, like these modern <laughs> guns that they just knew how to use, to... Um, random romantics like moonlit kisses like I don't know what the hell was going on there but like there was a lot thrown into that final episode and I I can tell you this I enjoyed as someone we were in different sides of this uh the pendulum on this because Mm -hmm. you like to get the surprises instead of finding them and then Mm -hmm. like realizing more about them after they happen I like to try to figure it out before it happens and then I'm entertained by what I get wrong
1: were you able to
0: yeah I actually I feel that figured out quite a quite a bit um through reddit um going through reddit theories um also just watching episodes over and over again i was able to figure out quite a bit about the show before it happened um and it's been a week so if we spoil anything for you get your on-demand game better you know Um, so and (laughs) like from like i had already i'd already kind of theorized to myself that she might be wyatt Mm-hmm. I, but the thing was i dismissed it because she was a girl and wyatt's name and you know what it's 2016 and it's very you assumed her gender yeah <laughs> i assumed her gender and it's 2016 so you That's cannot you do up. that I'm, I'm discriminating against her because she's a girl and i assumed that wyatt would be a boy yeah um, I, I ain't gonna lie i did the same thing and do i you know what's meant i'll tell you this my favorite part of that season finale is when uh black hat got shot Ed Harris got shot, and the, he smiled yeah, back it, at
1: it. Like, it was almost like a surprise smile, but it was yeah, like, oh. It was like,
0: the game's real now. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was, I, oh man, I was like, I can completely understand that's exactly what that character would do in that mm-hmm. moment. And, I don't know, a really great ending to the show. Um, the first thing I, we want to talk about on Masters of Banter about this show, one topic that we wanted to discuss was, where. what do you think this means about the sci-fi genre? Because what we've seen in 2016 is kind of an expansion of it, and kind of... A mind like it's definitely apparent that the minds of viewers are Mm -hmm. interested in the sci fi genre and interested in this, you know, mystery that where they could dig into it and find extra in it. You got Walking Dead, you got Stranger Things, Mm -hmm. you have uh you you have this show uh Westworld you have also new shows coming out like Incorporated which is on Sci-Fi network but you know shows that are pulling ratings from you know like from NFL and other things like that that are pretty impressive
1: well sci-fi has never had a whole lot of want for wear. they they've always been able to pull viewers i'm surprised about the mass scale though um because you you would say relatively you have a few mil- million viewers of say like a star trek when mm. it was when it was airing um, whereas now, like you said, they're starting to pull viewers from other major sources like like um, football and, and other major reality TV shows. I think a lot of it has to do with the times. Um, think about in the 80s, we're watching sci fi, that was talking about 2015, 2020. Well, we're in 2015 and 2020 now, mm-hmm. uh, well, we're in between that, but it's almost like watching Westworld, I believe with the technology we have today, we could make a Westworld and it'd be interesting to kind of put yourself in that environment and all the uh, postulating about, you know, will the zombie apocalypse happen? That kind of brings that want for Walking Dead where that ser- that genre has been around forever. Why is the Walking Dead still so successful? Mm-hmm. I think it's because people feel like we're close to the end of times. And yeah. Either it's going to end by artificial te- technology uh, with them taking over like in the finale of Westworld or... Do some kind of illness, virus, Walking Dead, Raise the Dead type type uh, apocalypse.
0: Do one thing that I think is interesting about what you pointed out was how they looked at the future. You know, let's say in the 70s and 80s and early 90s, about how they thought the future would be. So, like in the future, you know, people thought Star Trek, they thought Star Wars, they thought you know ships that could fly the speed of light, they could shoot laser beams. Back back to the Future, they were going to (laughs) do amazing things. I think the interesting thing about our sci-fi and what we expect out of the future, or expect out of the near, near to distant future, is not a lot's going to change. It's just going to be worse. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And I think that says something about our psyche of how we look at things because. In the, I think there was a lot more hopeful generation that was being Definitely developed in the 60s, 70s. There was a lot of optimism, lot of optimism yeah. about what we could do because, in those times, in the 80s and we 90s, we still had to look forward. We, yeah, we were, we were <laughs> progressing so quickly as far as computers and television mm-hmm. and stuff. We just assumed it would move faster. Little did we know that, you know, I'm going to get on my soapbox for a little bit, but Take little it. did we know that um, our economy and the large corporations would try to deathly kill innovation because they feared the loss of profit. So, They've put a stamp on things like flying cars or uh-huh. non-combustion engine cars, engine cars or planes that could fly past the sand barrier, Or alternate
1: or, sources of fuel. And- yeah,
0: or going, to the, or going to Mars or going to the moon more actively. <laughs> so, I mean, those things, I think, I think the interesting thing about our sci-fi is, whereas Stranger Things, it went backwards because mm-hmm. we're like, ooh, let's think about that. I think anyone that goes forward is not radically new technology. It's what we see with technology now is... Yes, technology will progress, but it's going to be consumer-based technology that mm-hmm. progresses, not well, necessarily like intergalactic
1: or. Isn't, isn't space that technology. the way of the market though? Because if you if you look at it, uh, did you see uh, New Girl yesterday? Yes. Where they jumped into the UPS truck and are like, "There used to be a time we didn't need you," and everybody's kind of looking around. It's like, you know, there were stores like we could go to stores Stars. and buy things. He yeah. like slap the thing, right? <laughs> in flips the boxes, but no, that, that's true. Like we we want we're a consumer-based market. We don't want to walk to stores. We don't want to deal with lines and people and all that jive. So we're, we're going to order online, have it shipped directly to our house. On demand television. All the technologies are based, uh, you've got DVR technology, you got got uh, Fire Sticks and Chromecast and, and what's the other one? Alexa and things, you know, the Google uh, Home thing. Mm-hmm. All these things are geared toward us and making it easier for us. I don't want to have to leave the house, so how could I get this directly into my house as fast as possible?
0: Absolutely. And, and that <laughs> but doesn't that say something about society that that's so lazy? Like we're using our brain power uh, oh yeah, we're, we're using our brain power to develop something ways to be to, like to to make us <laughs> to make our life easier mm-hmm. instead of making our life progress. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. a lot of, like I I think it, it's it's interesting that we're doing that like um people make the argument all the time like we have the greatest minds in the world building Facebook Instead of the greatest minds in the world helping us get to Mars or helping us um, figure out a way to deal with how pollen is affected by the lack of bees on the planet. I mean, there there are different things that we could be putting that brain power, but the the difference is is there's no money in that. (laughs) Well, yeah, no, no. That's the argument. There's no Money, money in it.
1: Money drives everything, especially in America. And being that we're the superpower... Cream. <laughs> Cash rules everything around me. No, but um, with that idea, like you said, we got the greatest minds working on Facebook because there's money to be made in social media through advertising uh, source funding. Mm-hmm. Um, I would rather them be working on... Uh, and not necessarily Mars. Maybe we need to go there. Maybe we don't. Maybe we need to do better about what we do on this planet. Maybe those great minds can be working on alternate energy sources or... Or better, how do we get to a completely solar-powered society or something like that? Mm -hmm. I think that'd be really cool. Now, with that said, I'm going to pose this interesting question to you. So part of being a super nerd that I am, uh, artificial technology doesn't really do us anything good. Every time we invent a different way for... AI to kind of be self-sustaining, it realizes and then does the math mm-hmm. and logically determines that humans should not be around anymore. Yeah, because we're, <laughs> we're
0: a consumer-based destructors. Yeah, yeah like, no, we, no, we're tearing
1: this planet absolutely. up. Absolutely. And, and computers can figure that out. So you got Terminator, Battlestar Galactica, even in Westworld to some degree it was more or less learned through the through the system of pain that they were taught. Mm-hmm. Um the the tortures that they had to endure on a day-to-day basis when they, once they start remembering those things it's kind of like why are we being treated this way? Robots or AI could think logically about itself and we can't. Mm-hmm. So they go to war with us. And I, I know Westworld hasn't played that out yet, but at some point I think that's what it's going to come down to. And that's that was the whole basis for Battlestar Galactica, one of my favorite shows, where they determined, hey, the humans should not be here no more, even if we have to nuke the whole planet. We'll still be around for it once the the nuclear clears and then we can live on the planet or whatever. All that to be said... What do you think about that idea? We're Like you said, we're creating technology to kind of make ourselves lazier or to to be more apathetic about life. How long until that technology kind of rebels against us? Or I know you well, don't have a time frame on how long, but what do you think well, about that idea? Well, so
0: uh, I, I, we were talking about this earlier, but Neil, do,
1: Neil, DeGrat- like. Neil
0: deGrasse Tyson <laughs> actually was quoted, and they asked him about Westworld. And they're like, mm-hmm. do you think artificial intelligence could do this? Do you think artificial intelligence would kill us? And he didn't. He answered the question with another question. He's like, "What thing that society has ever created hasn't killed killed us? We invented the car. Mm. It kills us. We invented the train. Mm. It kills us. We invented, invented a plane. It's killed us. Mm-hmm. You invented the drone that flies around box, Amazon box. Hit a kid in the head. Could killed him. Really? <laughs> like, yeah. I like didn't that, know that happened. That drone like cr- pops someone in the head or something like that. So I mean, there's, there's like things around us. All like a lot of what we have created in technology has killed human beings. Microwaves, you know. Toaster ovens burn. Like, like, everything has the potential to harm you in some way. Yeah. So why would we expect this not to? The one thing I will say this is, is in science fiction, there's only one artificial intelligence form that has not wanted to unseat humanity. And that Who's is that? CP, C-3PO. Oh. And, and so, But the interesting thing about that is, if you notice that, like in R2-D2, in Star Wars, well, they, they, so cre- they, well, they created them to not look humanoid. Mm-hmm. They created like they were created, and they looked like droids. They were created; they were subhuman. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. They created them to drastically look different. I think it, what's interesting about the artificial intelligence in Westworld and in other TV shows is they all look like humans. So why are we creating things that look like us if not to, as posed, as posed in Westworld, to be humanoid and mm-hmm. to be gods and to create things? And if you create something like that, it is it is interesting to me that. You're right. Artificial intelligence, I do believe in, in every form, will eventually progress to the point where they're like, you guys are killing everything. You're the problem. <laughs> You're the problem. But I will tell you this. There's a song by Flight of the Concords, who is a comedic, uh, a comedic music band and they sing a song and it's called the humans are dead and uh, it talks about robots that take over the world and they're like the humans were destroying the world they were causing pollution they were doing all this so we got rid of them we used poisonous gases to kill all their asses Mm. and then at the end of and then at the end of it he's One of the robots goes, yeah, they killed all the elephants, they got rid of all this, we had to get rid of them. And one of the robots, before he gets killed, he goes, yes, but don't you see the irony that if all the humans were killing everything, and we had to get rid of them, then by killing the humans, don't we become the humans? And he's like... Get that one, kill it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So, like, it's interesting. Like, kill that idea. The thing, like, my dad always told me, if you don't know your history, you're bound to repeat it. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that we can't create something that's not going to want to be like us, you know? Or not if, in our own. If image. we create artificial intelligence, that in every form of art, artificial intelligence, the way it becomes AI is eventually we give it all of our information, mm-hmm. it cycles it and cycles it and cycles it, and then creates its own learned behavior, and then forms something outside of that. If you only give it our history as it's learned behavior, it will only know all what, we, what we've done, and it will only repeat. Like it. like in the fifth element.
1: The difference when she between, got to the yeah, W like war. The
0: distant difference between humans is we have this we have with you know, uh, the ability to look at history and then choose to do the opposite, whereas AI
1: isn't going to have that ability. of that. Yeah. yeah. Definitely interesting point of view. Uh, what do you think about oh, to kind of piggyback on what you said, the, the God image creation idea so like you said we we create like this computer on my desk mm-hmm. it's a computer it's not humanoid it has eye. it has ability to hear me mm-hmm. um and do what i ask it to do or program it to do the it's Novo. Not- <laughs> shout out to my <laughs> lenovo but it's not humanoid it's not it's not data from star trek mm-hmm. w- what do you think about that idea that like honda is creating robots that can walk like bipedal robots that can balance and mm-hmm. and see things and learn what they are and Document that thing like oh ball okay now I know what a ball is and kind of go through the process of what a human baby would. Well, I think with the sphere we have to
0: create. If we're going to create it, we need to be able to create a, a fail safe to be able to turn it off, right? Like we have to. Like Neil deGrasse Tyson, the second part of that quote I'm, was, "If we did create it, it is it makes sense that we would also create have the ability to, to
1: control it. Control
0: it. The only thing that kept Westworld from being free was the fact that Anthony Hopkins was alive." And he had a storyline for everyone, even yeah, outside he, of their yeah, own storyline. But line. he
1: killed himself. That's what
0: I'm saying. He he, he killed the failsafe. He was the re- yeah. He killed the failsafe. So in, in but in in theory, if he wouldn't have died, there would have always been a failsafe for Westworld. Hmm. So the only way to get out of it was to kill the human that had it. So it, if we're gonna create one, that's the only thing you have to do is be able to create a failsafe.
1: Well, to some degree, because uh, to use another uh, sci-fi movie or show <clears throat> in Battlestar Galactica. Once they became self-aware, they start programming themselves. <laughs> the ones in the Matrix did the same thing. Yeah, it's a it's a matter of you may put an off switch on it, but once it has the ability to create itself, you think it's going to create itself with an off switch? Yeah, it's not. So- Unless you're
0: Anthony Hawkins, who dude rope a dope the hell out of every single. Oh, dr- he even got them to think <coughs> that they were Excuse rebelling me. against him and doing something unprogrammed, and it turned out he was writing the program for that.
1: Anthony, I, something needs to be explained to me about that. So, jumping off of AI for a second and back to Westworld. Explain to <clears> me the why, because I understand he wanted to be in full control. He had a god complex. Mm-hmm. At what point did he decide to start playing chess with everyone and build plans seven layers deep? So he, what he, he had, uh, what he Newton thinking she was escaping and that was written into the plan. So no, no,
0: he really wanted Danny Newton to escape. The or reason she turned around that, was actually. because at, he, she turned around and came back. I think that did that happen after he got shot?
1: I will have to rewatch it to see, but the, uh, but the timing way, of it. Either way, it was. He may have wanted her to escape, but he planned it. He didn't. Yeah, he, he planned didn't for allow her to, her to think it. He planned her escape.
0: Yeah, and in fact, it said, and if you look at the tablet, the the script for her to leave said, "invade the mainland." Mm-hmm. So it was meant for her to invade and basically become uh, a assimilated of, yeah. into a human being and to 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 go to the mainland because he wants these things. What he realized was what Arnold realized, and what what he. So the, the your question was what turned him from like what made him do this? And I yeah, think once so so Arnold did go from
1: like hey, let's create Walt Disney World to invade Earth.
0: So what made him do it was Arnold's belief was that the the robots were forming consciousness, that they were becoming they were thinking on their own, they weren't just relying on storylines. Anthony Hawkins denied it. He said, "No, they're not coming up with consciousness. Consciousness this is just behavior we've already put in their minds. Mm-hmm. This is what we've made." And that's when Arnold created the maze and mm-hmm. like this the system of basically self, self-realization until you get to the point where you get your ultimate sadness and you decide do i kill myself or do i press on through it and and create a new storyline for myself and um anthony hawkins didn't believe it at all and <clears throat> but after arnold killed himself he saw that the robots had the ability to think on their own and develop to, to develop their own thing and he mm-hmm. slowly realized and he even said he goes arnold was right he's like you are conscious he goes the only thing that's keeping you from ultimate freedom is me basically is what he was telling dolores and then he left yeah. that gun there so i think what what happened was the ultimate sacrifice you know arnold killing himself was the the thing that made him realize and then he acted like he didn't believe it and like orchestrated things in a way to get more funding and more funding and build more and build more and keep the thing alive until the point where the robots had basically he had tried so many different reveries and so many different iOS updates basically yeah, yeah, yeah. until he couldn't accept it. He was so, like, "You know what? They're 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 conscious. They're so going his, to find story, a way back." So his story arc,
1: and I'm sorry to cut you off. His story arc essentially is partner. I don't believe what you're saying. Whoa, he really killed himself. Maybe it's true. Nah, it can't be true. Update. Didn't work. Update, didn't work. Okay, new update, yeah. still didn't work. Let's do that five, six, seven, eight, nine times. Let's well, do it for thirty-two years. Maybe there's something to what he was saying, and I see now that they are conscious, and I feel bad for enslaving them for so long. Yeah. So well, kill yeah, myself he, to allow them freedom. I think you realize they're
0: the ult. They're the next step because mm-hmm. he said in like evolution's going to take 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 place. The well, reason- he
1: repeated the line that Arnold said right before mm-hmm. Arnold got shot by her.
0: No, and what he actually told, what he told. um and the episode before, what he told Bernard was, the reason you can't be conscious, and the reason you can't be free, is because, what do you think happened when Homo sapiens came around? Mm-hmm. They ate and destroyed the lower species. Mm-hmm. He goes, if you guys become self-sufficient and self-reliant, you will become equal to humans. So either the humans will destroy you, or you will destroy the humans, but one way or another, you, you will become a threat. Yeah. And so I want you to be around, I don't want you to get destroyed, I love... I like having this place. I like Westworld, so he said. In that case, I need to keep you enslaved to save you from yourself. But when he finally realized, was they're better than humans, so I'd so rather they're not than equals, I'd, yeah, they I'd rather than, yeah, they supersede. I'd rather than take over. Interesting man. Although, no. let me ask you a question. Yeah, the one theory that they that uh no, Dolores no said was that that. We're we're gonna outlive you and we're we're gonna we don't never die. Our our paradise and our heaven is today. You're you know, you 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 die, you decay, you grow old, we never grow old. Mm-hmm. They still do die. They can't be killed. They and then they rely on humans to make them to bring them back. If they yes, go and wipe okay, out yes, humans, yes, their yes, whole yes, live yes. forever theory is wiped out, correct?
1: Um Yeah, essentially. What what I would say to that is if their only means of be returning to the playing field or the humans, then it is logically only likely to think that once they die or kill each other, that they'll cease to exist. Yeah. Uh, because the rules of safety don't apply to them. And, and they don't does, procreate. And they, and they don't procreate. So at some point, other than natural death, she's right, they wouldn't die because they don't age. However, if they were to be killed, but who's going to kill them? All the, all the security teams outside. Well,
0: not that, but <laughs> it kind of seems like they... They all have this. I don't know. They seem Inherit very human. To kill they, each other. Yeah, they seem like they're very human. Yeah. So eventually, like, they'll turn on they're the going to have control. One of them's going to want power. One of them's going to want to be a leader. The other one's going to want to be a leader or something like that. I think they would digress into the society we have now, where that's what they would do. Look, well, they'll be doomed to repeat yeah. what we did. Yeah. So I mean, that's an interesting thing about Westworld. What do you think? Where do you think they go from here? So we saw the samurais. I, I don't know. We saw um, the the robots take over. We saw. I'm trying to think of everything. Tandy Newton coming back. Where do you think they go from here? Do you think they expand to future world or Roman world or the different worlds that they have in? Because the, they have an arsenal of worlds they could go to based mm-hmm. on the movie series. So. Or even if they got really inventive
1: and created new worlds, yeah, separate from that.
0: Because because on that note that he wrote in World One, Area Five One Seven. So like. How many worlds are there? Are there seven? Are there eight? Is this a franchise? This-
1: right, writing one implies there's more. Yeah, um, I do think. Hey, what's up? I do think that um, they have to address in in the season opener, as all season openers do. Where is Andy Newton going? I, mm-hmm. She's going to another park. It said Park Thirty Two or whatever. Mm-hmm. She she has to find another world. So maybe they have multiple. Um, like if you picture, you ever been in like a, a MMO RPG? Yeah. Uh, where they have different servers, and then each server has their own, like, room. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Like, to say, this Westworld, there might be multiple rooms of it. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on what type of... Uh... So not in the way that Universal does it, where everybody's in the same park. Imagine if they had several Space Mountains, or several of each ride, and you can kind of go into each waiting room. Or... You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think they have to address that. I also think they have to address... Was Samurai World in development, or is that something that exists already, exists already? Yeah, yeah. But if it exists already, why was it so close to Westworld? I yeah. mean, that was damn near in the same. Like, is that where the boardroom is? Is that the headquarters? There's a lot of questions. Excuse me, that they pose. Um, where the story goes from here, I don't know. Like, uh, we go to war. Yeah, I, I, I don't.
0: I don't know what is, happens from here. I'll tell you, my the story. There's two storylines I'm, I'm really excited to see where they develop, and the first one is Ed Harris. I want to see does he leave. So I, we're assuming that most, oh, of well, we, are, we, most of the humans are most of the humans are going to try to run and then try to get out of Westworld. I don't think most of them made it out of that corral area. Let's hope let's hope, <laughs> let's hope <laughs> prayers up that Tess Thompson made it out. Hey, she made it to season 2. Hey, but um no uh she look good. I think that like a, I I think a lot of them are going to run. They're probably going to make it because I mean, that's just how things work. People are gonna was, make it out to run on. Was Dolores
1: the only one that had a gun?
0: No, no, no. That that uh, a lot of them had. Guns. All the ones that came
1: out of the forest. Not all, think, all of them had
0: guns. Not all of them had guns, but some of them did. Because my thing is, I don't see Ed Harris dying. I definitely see Ed Harris somehow finding a way to survive in Westworld and never leaving. Hell, he might take over. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I <laughs> I think it's not beyond the realm of possibility that he could end up ruling that place. He showed the skill set to be able to do it, or at least have it. a gang. Like we had a gang of robots who are just like this guy's human. <laughs> yeah, he's just gonna like get a squad of uh, Confederate soldiers that that he wants to run with him. But the second storyline that I'm really interested in is um, the 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 guy that was writing that was going to take over for Ford and start writing storylines. He is someone that we know will survive. He went up to the the locker where all the decommissioned ones are supposed to go oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he, there was no one there so he obviously has the ability to then come back and
1: does he have program level ability
0: yeah, yeah cuz he wrote storyline so he has the ability to do that so maybe he he could put the park back in order yeah, that's what i, I mean. don't think that's going to be easy, easy thing to do though cuz now that wyatt's there even though you can try to reset the storyline she is unresettable now right i mean if, like the thing about wyatt was that they had he had autonomy like the the villain aspect of him
1: Right. true, so does Danny Newton though
0: Yeah, and also everyone that worked with Wyatt was someone that Arnold created like they were all people that had been to the center of the maze, that blonde chick was the one that had like she even said it to Teddy when she stabbed him she said, oh you don't oh you haven't become self, she said, oh you don't even know who you are, yeah, you she's like yeah. maybe in the next life
1: and kills him, Like, because in a certain point he will come to the point of self-realization where he can, something you just said just popped in my head but with, with the humans had the ability to kind of reprogram them and bring them back Do they now have the ability to to do that to themselves?
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: Someone dies, bring them back. They have access to the tablets and everything. I mean, they they have full access to the park. I don't don't
0: think they have their consciousness, though. Like, you had had said that before.
1: The ones that do. do. Dolores, Dandy. um, There was another... Who else was in the park? The other prostitute. Mm -hmm. Uh, Arnold. Yeah. Or Bernard. Did you did you peep? I, I read something. Bernard Lowe, his mm-hmm. name is an anagram for Arnold.
0: Yeah, that's what I said before. I, could, I said the wrong word, though. I said, uh, um, I didn't sick. say anagram, but yeah, Bernard that's,
1: Lowe. That's it. <laughs> this show, man, is super deep. I I thought Mr. Robot was crazy uh, with the with the levels of mind effery. Mm-hmm. This superseded it to yeah. me. Even at the end of the season, I still had more questions than I started with. Um, while I was saying that. Today, oddly enough, just due to timing, I've been rewatching the Star Trek Next Generation series. Mm-hmm. I'm in Season 2, Episode 10, and that episode happened to deal with Data and the, uh, the question of sentience. They wanted to dismantle him to learn how he works so they can make more. Mm-hmm. And he was more or less saying, if you dismantle me, you're going to lose my uh, the things that make me me. Essentially, the, similar to Westworld, where when they reprogram and when they sent them back in, they would erase their memory and send them back in. Data has the ability to exist with memories. He makes his own choices, and just like in Westworld, but Data never really had that rebellion type thing that they had in Westworld. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the difference between the two? Is it Data never? Dave, Data grew up in a society that
0: had uh, fully incorporated world peace.
1: Is it that lack of that that traumatic event?
0: Yeah, he had never had a traumatic event. He had only seen the world. In fact, Data's first traumatic event that I remember is the Borg. Correct.
1: Um, like as no? when
0: someone really tried, someone oh, hurt yeah, him. Yeah, 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 someone bro. hurt him. Not, not someone attacked well, him. Yeah, yeah, like not minor someone, things. Well, not someone attacked him, but the first conflict of where he had to really self Claude, yeah. you can correct this. I'm sure your nerdy <laughs> self is gonna freak out about that. But uh, no, I, I that's for me. That's what it, he was constructed by people that had fully accepted and been acclimated into world peace. Um, well, so I which is something that, that we ta- need to really get into. How did. Uh, that's complete, we'll how did, digress the, on that a how did the Star
1: Trek world get there? Yeah, Let's take another episode for that. All right. I would love to get into that. Um, but no, what I brought up data for was to say, with the exception of the ones who became self-aware, did anybody have programmed traumatic events? Yes. They only showed us. No, no. Th- yeah, those were the only ones that had them. But each
0: one, and that was Arnold's thing. Arnold said to make more lifelike and more real, eventually sentient robots, you had to give them a traumatic event like a human. Like to be for us to become our best selves. Unfortunately, we all we have to have, live. We, yeah, some yeah pain. we have to go through some pain. Yeah. Um, Tandy, the the blonde uh, girl, Teddy, all of them have gone through something where they stop and realize. Like, the, but the thing is that memory of that traumatic event was a key to all of them. Mm-hmm. When they remembered it, it was, or when they went through it, it was their time. Well, that's
1: what he explained with the whole maze thing. The maze is actually a three-dimensional or circular representation of the pyramid. Mm-hmm. And instead of thinking, oh, you go upward into consciousness, you actually come around to it via uh, the other the second dimension, if mm-hmm. you will. So he drew it on paper, so two dimensions. Um, I thought that was an interesting concept, how it started with the pyramid and then it circled around, drawing it on the table, as mm-hmm. if y'all can see it. But um, that, the, that there was a fourth level yeah. on the whiteboard, but on the paper it was only three. Mm-hmm. That fourth level being full consciousness. Basically what I'm saying is, with all the ones that were in the freezer, are they now all self-aware? Or are they just following the orders of someone who told them to go back?
0: I think they might just be free of storyline. So they have but the they, they have, have the memory. Well, so they have learned behavior that they've been given, like different mm-hmm. uh, history and everything like that, and they're given no storyline, so that they can basically do
1: whatever it is they want to do. Open, but that doesn't mean they have the. Con- I mean, so they it. They it's can like only someone, and make moves it's as like, much as their story, Their storyline like, they have. It's like giving
0: everyone an. It's like basically uploading, like you know, in the Matrix, you up, upload kung fu and <clears> you let someone just walk. And you don't know how they're going to use it until you put them in a fight. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So they're basically giving them all the information they need to live, and then sending them out with a a blank page and saying, "Write your story yourself." Who
1: put them back in there? I didn't see that part. I think I think, have missed I think that. that I think that was the like when Arnold died. That was his plan to put them. In. Arnold did.
0: Yeah. Or or you could still have other people that are living everyday lives in Westworld like they normally do, where you still have your concubines. Are your there cons- still Lord.
1: people in the park?
0: Yeah. There's definitely people in the park. (laughs) Oh my god! Because the only people that went to that place were the people in the boardroom. So there's still still people living in the park. park. Living in the park. Because I like I think other people are still there.
1: I that had not crossed my mind until just now. Yeah, people are just. Hey, they're day, they're in the park like, oh, four, The park because the
0: park didn't shut down. There were still day people. four
1: fishing with a wild guy. Going to do some panhandling. Yeah, later. and all
0: of a sudden the ghost the nation, who yeah. no <laughs> longer is under control, can Yo, just come up and kill you. How
1: serious are those ghost nation ones? Yeah, they look legit scary. They're also, like... that's a good question. What's going to happen to those security guys?
0: Because it's obvious that Bernard didn't kill that one girl. He just kidnapped her.
1: Oh yeah. yeah then the uh, other security yeah, guy, the, working with the him. fourth
0: Hemsworth brother. He was taken. That security guy who looked at him and was like, "Seesaw motor functions." And mm-hmm. then the Ghost Nation captured him, didn't kill him. He was taken. Where? What are they
1: going to do with him? Well, not killing might be worse, as we saw with the uh, the guy who was hanging with, with uh, not white with oh. Black Hat. Remember his? Th- <laughs> he was like, "Shoot me!" And they were like, "No." We're they took him and like yeah. beat him up. Yeah, they were like,
0: "Nope." You get
1: Teddy. Just being tortured out, like.
0: Yeah, that was pretty horrible. Um, the the also the, the other thing I what one question I really wanted to poise to the audience and to you, Mike. Is so with with this show, much like Mr. Robot, the mm-hmm. show gets a lot of its audience, um, and it gets a lot of its audience, and thrives on Reddit, Twitter, chat, the conversation of what's coming around the corner, what's uh-huh. next. Is this a good thing, or is it a bad thing? You know, what do you think about that culture of the 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 chat rooms trying to solve each TV show, or is it? I mean, it's something that... I think Westworld saw what um, Mr. Robot went through, and they played into it. I think they definitely played into the... the around the corner. And, they, and it didn't even really hurt the show that people had figured out what was happening. People knew Bernard was a robot
1: weeks before. And, people still was st- amazing. and, and the
0: ratings were still amazing because still amazing, yeah. how beautifully they got to that answer. You know what I
1: mean? Well, I will say... It, will, it won't hurt the discussion outside. It's almost like... Um, writer feedback immediate. Mm-hmm. They they could sit on these Reddit, Reddit, uh, Reddit blogs and boards or threads or whatever. The threads. And uh, they could sit there and just kind of read and say, oh, this is what people think. Or just imagine like if, if me and you are writing a story and we have a debate. I think we should go this way. I think we should go that way. And then we get on the boards and say, well, most people are thinking this or most people are thinking that. I think it's a cool interactive way for them to get immediate feedback. And for people like me who aren't up on the blogs immediately mm-hmm. we get the best story possible right. um it's adding mess- a
0: different a different avenue for television i mean one thing about like television's already for most of the years lapped movies in content we talked about in, that earlier in, in the year, year in yeah. quality content this just adds another avenue that makes tv so much funner than in the movies in some register because of the interactive Not just the
1: interactivity but also the length of time of which a two-hour movie d- pales in comparison to a ten-episode. You know, that's a ten-hour movie. <laughs> yeah. So we have a lot more time to develop uh, story arcs and and get yeah uh, user feedback. So
0: for, for instance, I was thinking about TV the, is
1: kicking ass. Well, and for
0: for instance, I was thinking about Fast and the Furious. They they've had eight movies. I mean, just mm. to think about it, a franchise that has eight that movies a a is ridiculous. TV. Well, they're two hours. Would well, it be two seasons? Two two yeah. hours. So you'd have two. You have 16 hours of content. That's a season and a half, or two two seasons seasons? on HBO. Yeah, two seasons. That's not. I mean, that's nothing. That's that's really nothing. And when you come into content, content, I'll tell you this. I think that you can go too far with it. I'll I'll tell you that. I think it's definitely beneficial with certain shows like um, The Night of. It was really interesting to Mm -hmm. read uh, Reddit feeds. You're probably going to name all HBO shows. Yep. No, uh, Mr. (laughs) Robot or AMC. there's there's a few different shows that do it. I tell you, it did get a little weird whenever like the Gilmore Girls fan theory was coming up, where people thought that there were like things in the background of the Gilmore Girls. I'm like, come on, man! Some things are just I, for
1: consumption. Like, I'm, the, I'm, Gilmore Girls isn't that show.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> I didn't understand what people were doing. I, mean, I think it can the, go too far. The I mean, depth
1: of well, that that's just fans being overzealous and and extra in love. Uh, there are some shows who do do stuff like that, like Friends, um, where they always had like a different thing on the back of the door. Or they give you a little. You didn't know about that. No. Uh, there's uh, on one of the, in one of the houses. I think it's the bigger one, the one that um. So you're gonna make me go back into my history. The one that Monica lived in. Okay. With Phoebe and I mean not Phoebe. The Monica and Rachel. Rachel lived in. And I think everybody lived it. the main apartment, yeah. Not the one where the guys of them, but the yeah. main one. I gotcha. I got you. On the back of that door, there's like a whiteboard or something, and they always drove something different on it every episode. Really? It's like a little. I did not. Sometimes even it, it that. meant something, sometimes it didn't. It's just something. It would yeah. change every episode. Uh, my girl's a friends fanatic, so I kind of learned some of these things along the way. But Easter eggs are fun. Marvel taught us this. Uh, Marvel wasn't the first to do it, but I, I, I like them, and I think Reddit
0: with Stanley in every single movie in some weird way.
1: Those are cool. I, I like the appearances. But, I mean, Easter eggs in the sense of, like, in Captain America, not Captain America, in Iron Man 2, you see Cap's shield, partially mm. built. And you know that he'll later come into it down the line. Little Easter eggs like that. I like trying to I like trying to find them on my own and then finding out about them after the fact. You like to have them ahead of time so you can watch it during the movie.
0: And yeah. What's but interesting
1: is uh, we both get experienced those type of things. And I like that about, let me say, I like that about Westworld, Mr. Robot, and these shows that even though... In Mister Robot, they revealed that the whole first what was it two three episodes four episodes that he's in the jail. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that theory. That didn't click to me. The whole Mister I mean, uh, the whole Westworld timeline theory never occurred to me. I would have been genu- I would have been genuinely floored had you not told me while we were recording the show last week. That never occurred to me. That by the way, I didn't read that on Reddit. I just thought just that. figured that out. I just it. thought it, but I, that had never occurred to me until you said it, and I was like, wait. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool that we it gives us something to talk about. It gives the the user more than just watching the show because we watch them like we watch New Girl. And I think, I think, um, in the two, three, well, we've known each other three years mm-hmm. in the three years we've known each other, we've probably talked about it twice yeah. because it's not that kind of a show. Whereas no. Westworld and Mr. Robot, these shows we talk about all the time to the point where our girls like are pulling their hair like yeah. Oh, these two, they're talking. It does together. make you think about it though. Like I was sitting
0: there watching a show the other day, like uh, a show that has no like ulterior plot or mm. like mystery theory, and I was like, that facial expression was a little weird. You start at something. <laughs> I started like, overthinking stuff. Oh, but what I was going to mention was when it comes to. Um, the the easter eggs the egg like the mm-hmm. easter eggs in, in shows what i think is funny is the antithesis of that it, antithesis of that is deadpool who made fun of easter eggs oh, so Deadpool he put them on purpose everywhere and just deadpool, made fun of
1: it people point at them himself yeah. he breaks the fourth wall that's what cool about yeah. him though is oh you think this is an easter egg look huh, look and, at this action <laughs> figure that i wrote. <laughs> yeah, like that was that was great about that where you kind of make yeah stuff like i thought that was yeah. cool i can't wait until they make another deadpool um that is he's the exact antithesis of everything comic related any any comic trope or theme you could think about Deadpool breaks it Mm -hmm. and that's what makes him amazing um but no specific to these shows HBO AMC this sci-fi's got some good content coming out (laughs) I know
0: I know I talked about this is something if you guys are a fan of Masters of Banter no I don't know if it's a golden era because I've been in there my whole life I need some consistency from network television before I will say golden era because the gold like a lot of people say the golden era was like early to the golden
1: era of sci-fi is what I was asking Hopefully,
0: there's more coming. I, out. Every I mean, show's landing, landing, yeah. landing. No, incorporated. Much- I'm telling you, if you're fans of Masters of Band, check out Incorporated on Sci Fi. Really good new show. I think you're gonna enjoy it. Surprisingly um, enough, this is
1: the first time I heard about
0: it. Yeah, Netflix. It's about. Um, I haven't been on Sci Fi in a while. Teaser as we wrap up the show. Uh, in, incorporated. You can check it out. Um, it's on Wednesday night. I think it's on tonight. Uh, but uh, as we're recording. But anyway, it's kind of. It's about a society that. Basically, progressions, progresses global warming, destroys the, destroys the world, and basically governments fall apart and mm-hmm. corporations take over for governments. And you basically live in a green zone where co-
1: you work for a corporate, or you live in the red zone and you're kind of like left to the side. You, you had me at, at, at the explanation. I'm down. Yeah. It sounds so, cool. Check it out. It's an It's another one of those how will the world end type scenarios yeah. instead of AI, instead of virus. Yeah. it's. I'm company,
0: interested to see where Westworld goes They poured $100 million into this. Really? It says something, yeah, it was a hundred million dollar TV show, um, they which number that one that? says the amount of money that HBO has to just throw at TV. like a hundred million dollars for a show that was supposed to be a bust and then came out. It beat Sunday Night Football and The Walking Dead some Sundays in ratings. Whoa. I think impressive.
1: there was a, I think there was a couple times I myself was
0: watching. Oh, I can tell you this. after the first episode of Walking Dead, it became I watched that first and then The Walking Dead because everyone knows there's a bunch of pointless episodes in The Walking Dead. There's don't, just those random walk through the woods
1: episodes. Don't start with me on that. I think all the episodes matter. All episodes matter.
0: No, nah, I mean that one where <laughs> she would like she fell off the into the all water.
1: All episodes matter. She
0: fell into the water and like went over on that civilizations of all women. Like that was a pointless episode.
1: I don't care about her storyline. Oh, that matter. It'll come back. It'll be better later. I hope it doesn't
0: come back. I hope it doesn't come back. Just if it like, doesn't come back, just I'll, like I'll issue you an a Cowboys, but
1: We don't have to come back. We're going to be winning from the start. <laughs> don't start with me. All I'm right, sorry, man. <laughs> so
0: as we wrap up this one, I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys checked out Westworld. If you didn't, it's on HBO Go, HBO On Demand. You can check out all of it, or you could just download or, it, or you could do that <laughs> and uh, face a two hundred fifty thousand dollars fine and up to ten years in prison. Um, <laughs> But, as always, hope you guys enjoyed Masters of Banter. It is myself,
1: John Michael, and... I am Mike Lake, and this is episode 19. I had a good time talking about artificial intelligence in Westworld. Yep, and uh,
0: as always, you guys uh, follow, or like, listen, and follow the vision. Smooth. Gotta get the logo right. Yeah, I like it.
1: Logo? Whatever. Hashtag. See you guys. (laughs) All right, take it easy.